How easy do you think the baby will come out? <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys have seen, but people are making saying two things. One, that my child is going to be bullied in school. And two, they're making TikToks about my delivery of my child and um, on water slides. I actually haven't seen any of that. I haven't yeah. been on TikTok. Though. Well, those are majority of the comments, like on my Instagram, on my TikTok, on my Twitter, just saying stuff like that. And then also just like, I feel bad for the kid because your mom did porn. Um, I have one thing to say to that. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for you. Oh, you clearly had a terrible mom who raised a son that talks like that to women. Mm-hmm. Facts, baby. Hello, baby. Welcome to another episode of the Early Morning Podcast. Hello, and thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Early Morning Podcast. It is episode 70, man. Grab you a J, grab you a brew, grab you whatever it is you do, man, and uh, try to kick back, relax, and, you know, enjoy another episode, man. Um, It is... Wow, how do I not know the dates, man? September, September 5th, uh, 2.40 p.m., um it's a sunday man it's a sunday it's a chill day uh you know i haven't uploaded in a little bit we haven't posted a pod in a minute and i apologize sincerely about that but i've been kind of just trying to plan like a good episode low-key which sounds corny as fuck because what of these episodes has been good you know what i'm saying but um real quick just to backpack off what just occurred right there that was um (laughs) lana rhodes famous um here we'll, we'll be polite Famous adult actress, famous, um, see, yeah, it runs out after that. Um, well known for exclusive content, as they, they say it now. You know, if you don't want to be uh, having an OnlyFans, you just post your exclusive content on your link tree. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, porn star, basically, or ex-porn star, whatever. They usually go back. Who knows what will happen with her. But um, basically, what's it called? That clip that we just shared of... Uh, God, dude, I just want to go back to her face real quick. I mean, look at this face. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm just trying to... Got to be quiet because we're in the first couple minutes. But dang, dude. Um, yeah, that's Lana Rhodes describing, and this clip isn't, isn't new. It's, it just kind of came across my YouTube, um, algorithm, which I explained last episode, what the heck is going on with it. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, it, it came across my feed and I was like, okay, this is interesting. I didn't even know Lana Rhodes had a podcast or did a podcast or whatever, any of that stuff but this looks like it was from a podcast anyway she's talking about um uh i guess she's pregnant okay and um i guess uh that she was being made fun of on the internet which is crazy right like who would think that the internet's gonna make fun of you right weird right um but yeah she was being mad or describing her um 
disdain for people making fun of how her child will be delivered, which, dude, as a porn star, what do you expect? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. I mean, and with especially with the films that she's created, dude, she's got a catalog, man. And I'm talking about all kinds of of things, man. And this isn't in the slightest a family podcast. This is a comedy-oriented. This is based on, you know, me um, just spewing garbage and whatever I think might be funny or entertaining or um, uh, relative to the world. But most of the time, it and I don't even want to say most of the time, a lot of the time it crosses people's minds and it makes them feel like they're, uh, I don't know, not thinking properly, but they maybe you know maybe Lana Rhodes wasn't thinking properly by like trying to make fun of people's mom or people or children basically saying children are stupid and their moms are even stupider because they raised a stupid child, and she's getting mad at those moms because she's be gonna be one of those moms that did porn and is gonna raise a child that's gonna get made fun of, dude. Am I Aristotle, dude? I don't even know, bro. I don't do poetry. I don't do any of that shit. It's very simple to understand that, A, Lana Rhodes, probably not even your real government name. Not going to Google it because it doesn't really matter right now. Um, You made poor choices and decisions and morals and all whatever the fuck you were just roasting other moms for. Now, your child is going to have to live with those repercussions, dude. Guess what, man? That's how the world goes, dude. Life happens, man, and it happened in that way for you. I don't know for what reason, but it did, dude. And now she got on this podcast or whatever, fucking um, Patreon, you know, nudity, OnlyFans, whatever it might be, and is talking about how um, she's mad TikToks or whatever happening, making fun of her. Dude, again, internet. It's the modern-day wild, wild west, bro. You might turn a corner and get popped for no fucking reason, dude. Honestly. You know, you might get on TikTok, see a, you know, nice, genuine child dancing. Then you might get on TikTok and see some fucking Mexican or Colombian kid or um, some random, you know, Hispanic, Latinx. Dude, I'm trying to cover all the bases. Just doing blow out of a bag. And that's just your feed, man. That's my feed, at least. I don't know, bro. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. I don't know if, if Lana Rhodes is doing something wrong. Lana, you're here, dude. I mean... Pipe up, you know? I shouldn't pipe up, you know what I'm saying? Um, anyways, dude, uh, this this episode is not about Lana Rhodes. It's not about being, you know, any, no maternity advice. I'm a degenerate from Southern California um, with a mullet. So, you know, that goes as far as to say what, what's going on with me. You know what I'm saying? So, um... Real quick before we get into it, you know, you can check me out at uh, VIK underscore EMP on Instagram, uh, TikTok at Early Morning Pod. Um, if you want to contact us via email, um, it would be business at the early morning podcast.com. Or, dude, just fucking leave a comment in YouTube, dude, in the YouTube section, man. I always say, like, we try to get, or a review on iTunes if you listen there. But we, like, I'm, I don't know if you noticed, dude, but I got a two-camera setup right now um, playing Lana Rhodes clips. And we got some new art in the studio, dude. Shout out Rask, bro. Big shout out to Rask. Uh, he's a local artist out of L.A. Um, tattoo artist, uh, 
just overall artist man and he he hooked me up with a new with a with a print of an original um painting that he did and uh you know just big salute to him and yeah man just hop hop onto the youtube dude for full effect dude you could see how ugly i am and you know all the shit that you know goes down in the studio and uh all that dude but um without oh really quick man uh, this is i mean yeah i guess gonna take a, a little bit of a not i don't want to say depressing but i mean i had to plug myself and then it just feels bad not it's just all bad man i mean um last night there was a uh, a comic who passed away uh, a, a los angeles based comedian um i can't i don't know his name off the top of my head man which and, and i'm not i don't know the guy i've never met met the individual or anything like that but um it's just it was just it's so sad man this story dude i'm i'm sorry guys hold on i'm gonna pull this up real quick um because dude all these all these comics are like posting this very depressing stuff and you know it it, it makes me sad dude but um god damn anyway man comic passed away last night um he overdosed on, on, on what was he thought cocaine, but was fentanyl, unfortunately. So, uh, that's never a cool thing, but yeah, man, this, this guy, I mean, Fudge, who, if you're at all familiar, if you've been listening to the early morning podcast at all, you know who Fudge is, he helped me get on my first show. He, he's helped me a ton in, in comedy and stand up. And him and a bunch of the people on that show, you know, Chris Need, uh, Cal Hamilton, those guys, they were friends with this guy. And, um, you know, he, like I said, he ended up, you know, he was at a house party in Venice and did some blow and it was laced with fentanyl, you know, as a lot of the shit is these days, man. I mean, as a fucking, I hate saying it, I hate saying it, man, but that, that's what happens, man, when you dabble in these street drugs or with like almost any drug now. There's going to be a chance that Fent is involved, man. And for some reason, that's what all these drug dealers and shit are doing, man. They they cut corn. It's what it is, man. It's a business, you know. And they're going to try to put the guy away, the guy that did that, what's it called, sold them the drugs and whatnot. This this comic, oh, my God. it's I'm so sorry. I can't remember. I am, like, just not recalling his name right now. But, um. They're going to try to say, yeah, this comic, um, he, you know, they're going to try to lock him up or the person that sold him these drugs, they're going to try to lock him up, lock them up and say, hey, like it was your fault that uh, these people died. And um, OK, I finally am finding this guy's name. I'm so sorry that it's taking this long, dude. Okay, so we we got it back, man. My bad. Uh, I just didn't want to disrespect anybody like that. We got um. You know, this is who it was who, who struggled. You know, I don't know if he struggled with any with you know cocaine addiction or anything like that, but it was Faquan Johnson, and um, you know, this is the comic, 
and like I said, Kate Quigley was also there, and I mean, it's crazy. Anyway, rest in peace, man, and, uh, you know, we'll try to get back to, like I said, this being a uh, comedic podcast, and one in particular about the season two day finale, man. Back at it like a drug addict, man. Uh, wow. Too soon, possibly? I don't know. Um, anyway, season two, man. Obviously a lot more about the, uh, about the feels. Obviously a lot more drama. Obviously a lot more, um, uh, getting to know the character. A lot of character development, for sure. For sure, way more than the first season. Which, the first season, you got to know the characters, you know. Oh, you know we love Santino, Mike, his manager on this podcast, Gata, you know, bringing the energy, he's funny, and also, you know, having fucking depression, which is dope, dude, that's dope, a lot of people like that, and, um, what's it called, Allie, dude, the bubbly girl, you know, speaking of, man, this is, this, this always, you know, when I think of Dave and Allie, bang, that picture right there, when they do that, their song, dude, I forgot what it's called, but I think it's called um, Dave and Allie's song. I think, actually, that's what it's called, honestly. I just fucking itched my nipple, really. That was odd, but anyway. Um, yeah, dude, so yeah, a lot of, I mean, I you already kind of got to know who Allie was. It, it was interesting, you know, the characters, I can't even remember her name, but, um, you know, the Asian character, the Asian female character who's a, uh, fuck, man, um, she has sex with L's, L's Young Taco from Odd Future. She has sex with L's. Um, she's like the graphic designer. She's like the artist chick. Um, Allie's good friend. You get to know, you know, more about her. There's like an episode about her and her family and like how she worked. She used to work with Dave, which I, what the fu- I had no idea that was a thing. But how was I supposed to know? I wasn't in the writer's room when they created this, unfortunately. But, um, you know, it is what it is, as they say. And, you know, that I mean, it was a lot, like I said, a lot of more dramatic, more giving theme to what happened, you know, or to what's about to happen or to what happened to Dave, you know, like to get him to become Lil Dicky, as they always say, or not always in the show. It's always like, hey, you know, I'm Dave, not Lil Dicky or whatever, but. They obviously, they of course, not obviously, but of course there's a, there, there was a bunch of, you know, comedic undertones and comedic, like, you know, that's where I think Santino came in heavy, man. And Dave's hilarious himself, dude. Dickie's, he's hilarious himself, but um, Santino comes in and he's able to, you know, from like a really awkward scene where Gate is having a panic attack, he's able to, you know, put, you know, sneak in a one-liner that makes, you know, that calms down the mood, you know, I swear there were a couple episodes, like the one in Korea, I I swear, I think it's just called Korea, I I was getting anxiety, man, I was getting anxiety during the episode watching it, because there was so much going on, there was so much tense, they're in Korea, and, you know, they're, they're possibly going to get arrested for drugs, and, um, what's it called, Dickie's, album with or his, his laptop with his album is is stolen or it's it's gone and they need that it's like so much fucking going on in one 28 minute episode i was like god damn bro this is giving me anxiety where in the last season it was like 
I'd watch this to escape anxiety. You know what I'm saying? And again, not to knock the show at all, like at, literally at all. Great, great show. And um, I don't know, man. I I, I could see that like uh, um, the writers really tried harder to like, you know, and, and I hate this, like, um, I don't know, like they, they tried hard to really commit to what was going on in, in the present world and in what's going on with, uh, you know, political culture and political views and what's going like just, you know, Asian lives matter, black lives matter, um, all that stuff. Like they, they go in to certain aspects of that, of like, like I said, I can't remember the character's name, but the girl that fucked Elle's and Allie's friend, like they talk about her being Asian and having a rough, like a rougher upbringing. And then they talk about, um, what's it called? Um, why am I blanking on it, dude? Um, I mean, Gata, they, they talked about Gata being black the whole, for the whole series, but, um, fuck man, there's, there's this one part. It's so like niche. Oh, social media. It's like a social media influencer, man, which that was a good episode. You know, they had Doja Cat on as a possible, uh, girlfriend that Dave might have, man. But like, it was, I don't know, man, like Doja Cat for, in my eyes, I never really, really fucked with her, never respected her. She, I always just saw her as like a cokehead that just went on Instagram live. And it's funny because they kind of portrayed her as that instead of the cokehead part. They just portrayed her as, as a fucking artist that lives on Instagram live and is um, uh, basically always just in, involved in some drama, which is what she is, man. That's what it is. That's her. But, um, you know, besides going deep into these characters and besides like kind of touching political bases and um you know the asian hate and you know black lives matter and um white people are super privileged that was another one um one thing i really 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 fucking hated about this season dude or not even hate well yeah i did i did hate it none of the episodes followed up with each other not one episode followed the next one and r picked up from that where where the previous left off. And you might be thinking, how can you make a television series or show or season which just leaves every episode on a cliffhanger? And at the same time, I got to give them props where it's due. They were able to do that. Every episode, one episode starts and it takes place in Korea. The whole episode there in Korea. Next thing you know, they're back in LA at Little Dicky's fucking mansion in the hills, and he's having problems recording. It's like, they, and they don't address it. They don't address it at all. They don't say, hey, you know, the record. Ha this what's what happened with the nothing, man. He'll go on a date or whatever. Nothing. He'll see Ali somewhere, and it'll be crazy party. And the next episode, nothing. And it's like, it leaves you, it's like, oh, okay, next episode, they're going to talk about this or they'll pick up from this. And it never fucking happens. And again, to their credit, they do a good job of that, moving on to other things. But at the same time, it's like, what are we watching here? Are we just watching a bunch of mumbo jumbo that's trying to be filled into an artistic way? Or are we trying to watch like, you know, the progression of this artist's career and his life and his struggles? But 
and again his struggle that's where I, I really appreciate it they go really like kind of in, in depth with his struggles man in in this season and of course they did that like pretty much in the first season his struggles financially his struggles um like with his friends but they did a lot of his they they showed his struggles creatively create creatively rather i'm sorry the struggles that he goes through on a regular daily basis with trying to come up with creative content with um you know um what's it, what's that word i was looking for for um just, they need him to drop an album and he needs to come up with clever shit and he's struggling with it that's basically what it is man and it it shows like like i said the depression that he kind of goes through and and the the despair that he has for himself and for others and also trying to work on his personal life so like i get why they made it this much deeper i understand why they made it you know more about the artist and like the people around him rather than the jokes and the the fun about being a little dicky which is what i think they sold the show as but Hey man, at the end of the day, FX gotta eat. So do what you gotta do. Hulu needs their prescription, their subscription, or whatever it is. I don't know. They might be prescribed some back knee shit, just like fucking um, Dave. Real quick, dude. Back knee. That's a term. I don't know if you. I mean, maybe you. I'm sure you know. Just a real quick segue from the Dave thing. Uh, back knee. We used to make fun of people like that, and like people with. I mean, yeah, fuck, people with acne on their back in high school, you know, we'd literally fucking call them, hey, dude, how's the back knee treating you, whatever, but, bro, there was a girl, man, there was a girl that, um, had nice breasts, she was decent looking, man, and she had pimples on her tits, bro, and we just called them temples, bro, and, bro, we just destroyed this poor girl, dude, and not really, but, Oh, wow. So, I, I mean, I get I I don't know what it's like for a little dickie to have uh, back knee, but jeez, man. That girl in high school, bro. What's it called? I think she ended up doing porn, too, or something. I don't know. She might, she may have worked with Lana Rhodes, but her temples went away, I think. I, I don't know. I don't really know. But, um, anyway, the, <laughs> the, um, yeah, the, the, what's it called getting to know the artist's struggles and the, the everyday you know like writer's block that he struggled that he i keep saying struggle bro the fuck man this this gender white male is no shit about struggle sorry about that but um yeah I, I, the how difficult it is to be a rapper man i don't know dude you gotta fucking come up with cypher all the time and freestyle and shit and I, I can't do that man when uh, sometimes i like at my last show somebody was like dude i don't know how you go up and talk in front of in, for five minutes in front of those people i'm sometimes i don't know either but i don't could i would way rather trip out over performing in front of fifty thousand people live reciting like music i don't know that to, whatever man to every artist to every person their own dude but this season gave like a bigger like insight into what it would be like to be a big ass name, you know? Like I'm not gonna even compare Lil Dicky to Beyonce, but like I can't imagine Beyonce's day to day and shit. And imagine there was a, a actual TV show. 
I know Dave is scripted, but imagine there was like a not scripted, a not reality like type show where they give her shit like the Kardashians where you literally saw all the fuck shit Beyonce dealt with on a daily basis, trying to raise her kids, arguing with Jay-Z, you know, got, I mean, given it's all taking place in like a fucking Rolls Royce and, you know, actually, I don't know, man, I don't know, because I'm not them, dude, so I can't fucking speak about Beyonce and about little, little Dickie's problems and all that shit, but, um, what I, I, I kind of do want to, I, I, I wanted to make this really long, but at the same point, it would be like, what's, why? Why make it so long, you know? Um, a big thing, a big, like, arc, I guess, uh, the biggest arc about this this season was um, Ali and Dave's relationship. And was it ever going to be mended? Were they ever going to get back together? And what's going on with them, basically? And they, they jump, like I said, they don't fucking keep it in consecutive order or anything they just jump around episode to episode you'll get a glance of her you'll see her here or there they'll have a conversation she'll fucking rub his back he'll come over and then nothing it's weird anyway i mean you get this, this arc of you know what's gonna happen and at the in the first season it was like how fucking dave just is obsessed with himself and trying to figure out his career and what he wants to do as a rapper and what he wants to be, you know? And then the second season, you kind of get how fucking without Ali, you know, he's kind of not that special almost. He's, he's, he's not really creative. He's not really doing what he wants. I mean, yeah, he's, he's still fucking in the industry and he still was on like the XXL shit and all that. He was still making moves for sure. But at the end of the day, he didn't have an album, you know? And you got to have a catalog as an artist. I even know this, man. I, I'm you know, doing stand-up. Like, I know I can't be doing the same fucking jokes all the time. And that's something hard to deal with. So it's hard for him to be writing new songs, new music all the time. And like I said, huge, huge, major fucking thing. You can tell Ali, not his girlfriend, he can't write. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what was going on. So... It was basically just like him struggling with how he was going to get this fucking album out and the label on his ass and what, how is he going to get Ali back? He f put so much attention into getting Ali back and I don't really know what happened with that, man. I don't, I don't want to say I don't want to give it away because I'm giving away the whole fucking season right now. Um, I just, I just don't know. I really don't know what happened. I don't know how, um, I mean... She says she doesn't want anything to do with him like that and all this. And then, you know, she invites him over drunk, which, dude, I don't know if you've been there, but I know you have. You you never, you don't hang out with an ex and, like, get drunk and especially do drugs with them one-on-one -on -one and not have, like, any previous feelings or, like, any ideas of something going somewhere. Like, you fucking don't. You don't. And if you just don't. I was just saying, if you do, you're, you probably got dumped, you know, you're the person that I got broken up with, so it, maybe that's why, but I don't know, the, the, the whole thing of, is Ali coming back, where's Ali, it, it was great, man, it kept, it kept you, I mean, at least as a viewer, as a person, like a fan, I wanted to know what the fuck was up with Ali, 
And then the like the second biggest thing is Gata, bro. It's like how what is Gata? What's Gata been doing? Is Gata just gonna fucking chill on his rap career, or is he gonna focus on himself and try to grow? If Dicky's just gonna do the same for him, focus on his own career. Now Gata as a hype man. When does Gata get a branch off and do other shit? You know, you see that in this in in this season, man. And Gata's trying, you know, ask some. And he does it in the most, like, respectful way, bro. He's like, yeah, you know, let me, when are we going to get on a verse, bro? And that's that's how you do it respectfully in the rap community, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, come on, bro. When, you should come on. You should hop on an episode of a podcast of mine, bro. That's how we would do it in the pod community, you know? Which, shout out Lana Rhodes, man. I know you were the intro to this, but, dude, if you want to hop on the early morning podcast, dude, you're more than welcome to be a guest, dude. I know you're somewhere in the SoCal area. We can We can link up, bro. After your pregnancy, I mean, after your childbirth or whatever, before, we could do a live podcast while you're giving birth. I don't give a fuck, dude. That guy that you dated, what what's it called? The guy at um the Paul podcast, Michael, Michael, Mike Wazowski. I don't give a shit, dude. It's fine. I don't care, dude. Me and you, I don't, I can take the TikTok humor and the water slide jokes and all that shit, dude. That's fine, dude. Real quick, let's just do a shoe cam. If you thought I was joking, man, I'm not joking around when I said that this this podcast, we don't we don't fuck around. I, dude, these might be women's shoes, dude. You don't even know, Lana. You're like a fucking feminist and shit and all that. I mean, that's all I'm saying, dude. It's right there. God damn it, man. I don't know if we should even keep recording or not. I don't know, dude. But um, shout out to anybody that came to the last show at Flappers, bro. Um, fucking main room set. Killed it. Fucking grrr, You know what I'm saying? Brought out the 9 mil. And, no, I didn't, dude. Um, I did pretty well. I'm happy with myself, dude. Um, but season two of Dave, man, it was good. It was It was good. Um, I, I really hope, you know, summary, here we go. I'm not a lit major or anything. Um, it was it was great to show the, the dramatic and the, the, the underworld, basically, of being a rapper and how difficult it is in the come up. It's, it, it, it was very, very um, in-depth in that sense. But also, at the same time, I missed the stupid jokes, the... The funny, you know, fucking, like, I went back and watched season one, you know, a little bit of it, and they had, you know, he had the fucking, that doll he would fuck and all that. It's like, dude, get back to some of the, the you know, the not slapstick, but, like, the just childish shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, the childish shit that your name is Lil Dicky after all, so, I don't know. There was an episode with him and his parents, you know, getting, they were all crying and shit, just maybe a little bit less of that, a little bit more crying of laughter, fucking because, you know, you you peed out of both holes in your dick. You know what I'm saying? But um, none of the writers at FX or Hulu will listen to this or hear it. I doubt it. But if you do, dude, you know, keep an open mind. Um, my name is Vic G. Thank you for listening to another episode of Early Morning Podcast. Until next time, take it easy. Peace.